You're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, which is all about beauty without the BS. If you're interested in how the worlds of beauty and wellness are intertwined, or you're obsessed with daily rituals of skincare and self-care, or you just want to know the latest when it comes to new beauty, this is for you. I'm your host, Sharice Kenyon. This week's guest was one of those super quick, like no-brainer type situations. I think I spotted Sonia Valencia couple of weeks ago on Naked Beauty's Instagram feed. If you know me, you'll know I'm a huge fan of that podcast. So definitely check it out at Naked Beauty Planet. But the host, Brooke, had shared Sonia's um, TikTok on applying concealer for the over 40. So I'll just let you have a listen to that now. What you learned from me in 2020, not to put your concealer like this, like them young motherfucking bitches, but you want to do it like an old bitch. And this is a basic bitch. Basic bitch that's not even a makeup artist bitch, but knows her shit. As you can hear, Sonia has a very upfront approach, I guess I should say. And that really resonated with me because my tagline for this show has always been beauty beyond the BS. So I think after seeing that video, I contacted Sonia that day and we soon had an interview lined up. In this conversation, I really wanted to find out what made Sonia get into skincare at the relatively late age of 36 and why she took to TikTok to share her own findings and insights when it came to her own skincare. I also wanted to find out a little bit more about her day job and I wanted to find out more about how her earlier years shaped her approach to beauty. We also touch on what I'd recently discussed in a previous episode, the whole concept of celebrity beauty brands, like is it enough now? And we really hone in on Jennifer Lopez and her apparently saying that her skin, she owes her amazing glow to olive oil. And of course, she's launched a skincare line that is based on olive oil. Neither of us really believes Jennifer. But in the meantime, be sure to check out Sonia on TikTok and Instagram at SoniaValencia0303. And let me know what you think. From when you open your eyes, what's the first thing you're doing? So when I wake up in the morning, um, I drink a lot of water, honestly. I'll drink water or I'll drink my tea. Um, normally, I take showers at night because where I work, I don't need to rely on putting on makeup or anything, but I still need to protect that skin. So I start out, I wash my face, um, and I just start doing my skincare, make sure my SPF is on, um, and then I'm on my merry way to work. So I have about... 30 to 45 minutes from when I wake up to when I get it in the car. And then I have a 45 minute drive after that. Oh, wow. Okay. So are these early starts? Yeah. So I uh, wake up at around six o'clock in the morning. Okay. And then I have to be at work. I have to leave my house by 7.15. Oh. So around there. We need to backtrack a little bit because you have become this skincare, no nonsense influencer. So What's your current skincare? I'm guessing it might change quite often because you get sent things to try. But what did you use today for like cleansing and everything? So today I use, um, so it's a weekend. So normally on weekends, I sleep in a little bit later. I still drink my water. And the reason why I drink water is because I have really puppy eyes. And so if you drink 
a, a water right away, your eyes will be depuffing. So it kind of gets a little bit of that depuff going on. And so then um, normally I wash my face with, so last night was a retin-A night. So today in the morning, I wash my face with Good Molecules um, Rose Water Gel Cleanser. It doesn't have any actives in it, and it's, it's really good for people with sensitive skin, so it won't irritate my skin. Um, and then I put my regular toner on from Good Molecules, and then I put my um, Silk Naturals um, Calm Down Serum, which it has niacinamide in it, um, just for like acne spots and just like because of me wearing the mask all the time, mm. I tend to get a lot of acne still around the mask Maybe. area. Um, and then I'll do my vitamin C, firm silk naturals, and then I will do my moisturizer. So today the moisturizer that I used was La Roche-Posay um, B5 because it's super thick on the skin and it like really moistens that skin, okay. especially if you have a little bit of irritation because of the night before. And then I apply my SPF. And that's about it. Normally, I don't wear makeup on the weekend, except if I do a lot of I do a lot of my TikTok videos on the weekends. I feel like people think I have like the same clothes, but that's the only <laughs> time that I can do it. I swear, they always tell me, "Do you have other clothes?" But they Weird. just don't realize it's another job because I have a full time job. Mm. So I'll usually do it after work, or I'll do it on the weekends. And most of the time, when I do it on the weekends, I do makeup ones. And, and that's when I try out a lot of my PR packages just to see. So if I really like it, then um, I'll post about it. And if I don't, then I won't say anything, honestly. Yeah, that's the but, best way. <sighs> yeah. I think when you review products and stuff like that, you kind of want to tend to just introduce one product at a time instead of like a whole bunch of them at a time. Yeah. But um, yeah, after my sunscreen, I just get up and clean the house and do whatever I got to do. But most of the time, I'll spend about two or three hours on doing videos. Wow. A lot of times people don't realize the amount of work behind the scenes of what it takes, um, especially if you want to educate people that don't know really how to either put on makeup or put on skincare. I love how you are like openly focused on like women over 40 you're like I'm I, I don't need to give you 20 something tips like you guys don't even need anything um yeah so I I imagine because one mistake I tend to make I've been writing about beauty for so long I think I assume that other people are on the same level of just like education information and so many people they aren't it's like a a, a minefield to them by the way, you are looking so glowy today, so I'm so glad that you, you came through with the the dump, Jimmy dumpling. I know. I call it I call it the SPF glow because that's exactly what it is. Um, a lot of times people think that I put like stuff on the face, but really it's just um, SPF. Yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> miss that trick. Like I did this Zoom makeup thing earlier today, and once I put my SPF on, it's like. I think I use the black girl sunscreen. So it's like super, super um, clear. It looks white, but it doesn't leave a cast. And I think that could be a really good way to sell SPF to people. Just tell them that's the instant glow. That's all you yeah, need. Yeah. Do you use the black girl magic one? Is that the one it's you're called, using? What's it called? Black girl sunscreen. I got sent it oh. and it's really good. When did actually getting into beauty when was that a thing for you because your day job is 
cannabis processing manager. Is that what it is? I am a processing manager at a cannabis farm. Okay. I do live in Washington State, so you know it is legal here. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's been I've been doing it since um, it, the industry started, so I kind of put myself in there, so I know a lot about about that area. Um, when I started getting into skincare, honestly, it was, I mean, I always say, I'm not even going to lie. I, I was really into skincare when I was 36 from 36 to now. Um, I didn't really focus on skincare. I was more about the beauty. I was more about the makeup. I was more about the filters. I was more about that because no one really educates you, you know, on skincare. I, and like you said before, you think that a lot of people are on your level, but you'll be surprised how many people still use a bar of soap on their face. You'll be surprised that nobody puts moisturizer on their face. And I am very surprised on that. But at the same time, um, people aren't educated. And there wasn't a market for people with, you know, on social media that were older that, um, you know, we always followed the 20 something, the 30 something, because they were more out there than we were than we were honestly when I started this I did it on TikTok and I didn't know where it was going I just started putting tips out there that I normally would do um like the products that I, I use for my face tips on concealer um and that video right there actually made me go um viral the original video was kind of like that the one that you watch was the one that I did um on before um this year was over I mean 2020 was over because I just wanted to do a, this is what you learned from me in the past 2020. <laughs> so um, I just kind of made it super simple. But if you watch the original one, it was, uh, it was a little bit longer and it was more educational, but right. I was just tired of seeing uh, people put so much product <laughs> on their face. You really need to apply that much the product triangle, on your face. Like solid triangle. We, and then you have to blend it out. Yes. We have a lot of wrinkles you know, even though you're like 38, you still, you're starting to get the texture is going to change. Everything's going to start to change. You're going to lose a lot of color, the brightness in your skin. So a lot of times you're going to do the makeup that you've been doing in your twenties and thirties and your forties. And people don't realize that they have to transition. You're transitioning to your forties, your makeup and skincare have to transition to mm. that too. Mm. So I think a lot of times with that concealer video, um, it was just a wake up call to people. And the way that I said it is I had to say it really bluntly because sometimes <laughs> if you say it nicely, people aren't going to listen. And that's how I normally talk anyway. I am a super blunt person. I have no filter. So that's where you kind of got from me. I think mm -hmm. once you watch that, you kind of realize what type of person I am. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I did want to talk to you about that because I know in one of your recent ones, you were like, this is me, like, so you can tell me to talk differently. It's not going to happen. Have you, so have you been dealing with the more popular you get, are you getting more mm -hmm. of like the kind of negative comments coming in as well? In a lot more negative comments. Like before it was fine, but now you're starting to get people that Google on the internet and start putting all these things in your comments, which is fine. Most of the time I don't respond to them, but if they just keep arguing with people, I'm like, don't even give them the time and space because people are always going to not going to agree with you. Mm -hmm. And that's what I always say. What may not work for you may not work for me and vice versa. Like I'm just, putting out there what I do I always say on the caption like it's not meant for everybody 
you know, ask your dermatologist if you have a dermatologist, especially when it comes to like certain things with like Vaseline was one of those things that I got so many negative comments about. Yeah, I can imagine. And no, and, and icing, and then the way that I talk because I sometimes cuss in my videos, and that is a major one, especially for older women because they're like, "You're a lady. You're not supposed to talk like that." You can do both. My goodness, like. Yeah, I, I've gotten a lot, a lot, a lot to where, you know, you have to have tough skin, mm. honestly. And I grew up in a space where I've always had to grow up with tough skin. So it doesn't bug me. I just think it's funny. And I'm just like, well, I'm just letting you know, I'm not going to be like calling you out, putting you on social media saying, oh, why did you do this? Um, I'm not that type of person. So I'm like, if you want to have a conversation outside of social media, we will in the DM. Mm. Most no, of the time they you. don't. <laughs> oh yeah because then they're like oh shit oh but, she's serious mm-hmm. yeah like she's serious but I just think that you know when they see older women and then somebody that like looks like oh yeah I'm I you know what I want to break her down and I want to hurt her feelings but yes. that's not gonna happen no good for you because I know I know some people with like a lot a ton of fo- ton of followers and it just it will get more and more and more <laughs> and you have to you have to laugh at them and call them out and, and then just, that's it. But you mentioned there about when you were growing up and that's one of the things I really love to go back to with people. Was there someone in your life that was that first sort of introduction to beauty? Like, what's this beauty thing? So when I was younger, um, I was really naturally good at makeup. And I don't, I don't know how to say it, how to describe <laughs> it, but I was super naturally good at it. So I would do a lot of my friends makeup, 13, 14, 15. uh, But we didn't have a lot of the products that we do that (laughs) young girls have now. They have excellent products compared to what we were dealing with. I did. um, The only person that honestly taught me how to um, do a little bit of skincare is with my aunt. My mom really didn't have a skincare routine or anything like that. She didn't put makeup on, you know. Yeah, she just wasn't into makeup. And I just felt like maybe because my grandma didn't teach her. Um, But my aunt was more of a person that I looked up to because she put the makeup on. She had the different hairstyles and stuff like that. So I would ask her, like, what do you put on your face? And she would honestly just put like a moisturizer and a cleanser. And like she would just use little bits here and there. So there wasn't that much education on there. Um, I didn't really get fully educated until one of my friends became a dermatologist. We were in our 30s and I would help her with her tests and stuff like that. And I would be like, man, I didn't I didn't know any of this. Like, how come my mom didn't teach me that? And I would ask my mom. My mom's like, I didn't know. But when my mom got older, she started taking care of her skin. So she's in her 60s and her skin looks flawless. And she does not apply SPF. I keep telling her, you need to apply that SPF because you're going to get those wrinkles one day that you've never seen. Mm. And honestly, this past year, she's been, it's been going downhill. (laughs) But I told her, I'm like, you need to apply that SPF, lady. You need to apply because, um, you know, yeah, just because you have a really good skincare and you're being consistent, you're not being consistent on the SPF. So you might as well stop using all that. What was the kind of like the first because you said that you were really good at makeup when you were younger but what kind of looks were you creating back then because I know you mentioned like you didn't have much to choose from so what was the look for you back then 
a winged eyeliner, <laughs> a double wing. I think some, and we would deal with it with the with, with the wet and wild pencil. I called it the three in one because the three in one, what you did was you did your eyebrows, you did your eyeliner, and then you used it as a lip liner. Oh. There was a couple of that I would use: the black, the brown, and the burgundy. Um, and we had horrible mascaras back then, but there was one that still is available now with the Maybelline Great Lash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was really good. Um, I applied blush on people and people didn't really like blush. They're like, this is too much. You're, I'm, you're making me look like a clown. And I'm like, no, you need color, you need color mm, in our, in mm. our, in our life. And they're like, no. So I was always into blush. Bronzer wasn't available. Contouring never, none, none of that highlight was not available at that time. Mm, mm. Um, when I started doing that, it was in my 20s. Eyebrows um, were a little bit better. They had a better eyebrow game going on. Um, barely in my 30s, that's when the contour and highlight started coming into progress. So it, my makeup evolution has truly changed. Um, but I find my inspiration on everyday people. Like when I go places and I see a winged eyeliner or if I see a look that I like, mm -hmm. I will go home and I'll try it. But I kind of will twist it and do it the way that I would normally would want to do it. But people, other people inspire me. Um, I don't look up to like celebrities and stuff mm -hmm. like that because a lot of times they change and they promote too much product. And they're normally are the ones that normally don't put their makeup on anyway. In my 40s, I really love a fresh look. Mm -hmm. I'm more into that fresh, um, no makeup type of look mm -hmm. without putting a lot of makeup on. So more of the SPF moisturizers that, that have brightening, mm -hmm. like a dewy um, type of skin. I feel like um, since I've been more into skincare, I've promoted more of that. And yeah. I just wanted people to love the skin more than the makeup because it's super easy to cover all your imperfections. Yeah. Well, most of the time. Mm -hmm. um, but with, when you like wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror, you can't really change that unless you put the work in. And I think sometimes people don't want to put the work in. They kind of want a quick fix. And so most of the time, people like to do Botox and fillers and stuff like that. And there, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just tell people, if you feel beautiful and you feel confident in that, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to stop nobody from from doing what they got to do. Mm. Because I don't promote, oh, you need to go get fillers. Oh, you need to go get Botox. But if a skincare product or something cannot be fixed, I will tell them the mm. only way that that can't be fixed is if you go and get that done. So you mentioned about where you grow up, having to have a thick skin. Can you just elaborate a bit on that for me? So I grew up um, in a small area in the in the hood. <laughs> so it's in Washington, and somewhere somewhere else in Washington compared to where you live now. No, I, I actually so I live I grew up in, in Pasco, Washington, and I and I lived there most of my life, and recently. Um, I moved to Prosser, Washington, which is 45 minutes away from where I originally lived um, due to my husband wanting to be closer to his parents. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I grew up in a small town. Everybody got along with everybody. Nobody really focused on um, popularity and stuff like that. We were, you know, whatever we could afford, we would just put on and, and I feel sorry for the kids nowadays because they have to look a certain way. But back then, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, I just grew up really, really quickly. I had my first son at age 15, so I became a teen mom super early. Mm. Um, by the age of 19, when I graduated high school and I entered college, I had three sons. 
And I was single for the longest time uh, because their dad was in and out of prison. Mm. And then I met my husband. And so now we have, um, well, now my 16-year-old son, he just turned 16. My older kids are out of the house and he's the only one here. And then I just, I came, I became a grandma in 2017. Wow. Um, So that's one of the best joys of my life. Um, But yeah, it was just a moment of being a teen mom. um, Stop taking care of yourself, taking care of the kids, uh, getting a job, doing what you got to do and just being single and finding somebody to kind of help you build, build you up. So that's what, that's what happened in that quick little life. So I got kicked out when I was 14. So I lived on my own since 14. Wow. How did you, it's like, do you ever think back to that person that you were back then and, and think like, how did I get here? I think sometimes you just go with the flow. It's kind of like you can't be like, why am I in this position? You mm-hmm. have to keep moving, especially if you have kids. Because at times you're just like, man, this sucks. But you just have to keep moving. Because if you stop and you think about it, you're like, then you'll get in a space where you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, too, people do that and they can't get out of that space. I can't really talk for other teen moms, mm-hmm. but I just kept it moving. I made sure that I took care of the kids, made sure they had food, um, and made sure I got my education. So, What about taking care of yourself during that time? Because I feel like you probably had to instantly so, grow up. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't take care of yourself. Meaning, like, skincare-wise. I mean, you would take a shower, you would mm-hmm. wash your clothes and stuff like that, but literally didn't take have time for yourself. That's what it was. Now that I'm older, I have a lot of time, which I enjoy my time, girl. (laughs) I think it's one of the most important things is for you to find stuff that you like to do and enjoy it. Mm. And and, and it can be anything. A lot of people like to meditate. A lot of people like to do that. And I just like to sit in a quiet room. I like quietness. I like driving in the car with no music, no nothing. I just like Mm. silence. And that's my time. I wanted to ask you, have you seen that video that's been going around of the girl that makes herself look tired? Yes. What do you, <laughs> I'm sure you don't agree with that. I'm like, why? That's, I, that's why we get fillers and, you know, light reflecting concealer. And she's there doing a full face and then putting this dark stuff. Like, I was like, I have to ask you what you think. Yeah. I, 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 when I seen that, I was like, what is going on? You know, she must be young, honestly, and want to just start a trend that does not exist because there's no woman over the fo- over 40 that is going to do that um, because they've had dark circles their whole life. So why would like, you know what? let me just cover my whole face up with foundation except that area and go outside looking like that. You might as well not even put nothing on and just go outside yeah. and and be and do you. But yeah, that's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, I think sometimes people just do it for fun um, and use the filter. But I know that I've seen that they have a filter on on that that you can do. So maybe I will do it and laugh. I think you need to do it for us. Please do it for yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Why would we want to? <laughs> Speaking of trends, are there, because obviously you say you got into, really got into taking care of your skin more at 36, but you were always doing makeup. But have there been any makeup trends that you're just over, that you don't agree with? Contour. I don't like contour. 
Isn't that because you've got great cheekbones, though? I think it's easy for you to say that. (laughs) I don't like that. This is what I say. Because everybody tells me that. And I I say that. I was like, I don't have to contour because I have cheekbones. But I also have a double chin that I need to cover up. You know what I mean? I like applying um, color back to my face instead of decreasing it. And I feel like when you are older, you lose a lot of the color anyway. I'm not telling people like in their 30s and whatever not to contour because my whole focus is 40 and up. I have a lot of young girls following me now, though. And they're like, well, I'm not I'm in my 20s. And I'm like, yes, I get it. You can do whatever you want. because This is this page is not meant for you guys. It's meant for people that are older. The reason why I don't like contour is because it just brings down that face. It does shade your face. You can do, you know what I mean? But I like a good bronzer. I like, I like to bronze. I think bronzing is one of those things that bring color back in your life, just like blush does. Um, placement is really important when it comes to those two products, though, too. You can actually just apply a little bit and lift your face up without you even contouring. You can add a little bit of in certain areas that, that can give you just that look of an illusion mm-hmm. of you looking slimmer. And I know why a lot of people do it. And it's because to look slimmer and just to um, overall just give them a different face shape. But honestly, you don't really need to do that every single day of mm-hmm. your life. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go do a photo shoot or if you're like, you know, in a video and stuff like that, I understand that. But that technique isn't really for every day and I feel like everybody's doing it for every day you're building yourself up on social you're getting bigger and bigger following every day but what Mm -hmm. do you feel about do you feel that places like Instagram can be unhealthy for people you know when they're following celebrities and buying flat Mm -hmm. tummy tea thinking that that's really what Chloe did to get you know flat stomach Mm -hmm. do you think it's what do you think of social media Social media, I think, is a big blur because a lot of times 99% of those people are lying Um, and all they're doing is just making money. I think sometimes people promote products that they don't even like or even use or never use just to make that money. Um, And when it comes to teas and stuff like that, like you were saying about Khloe Kardashian, we know how she got slipped. You don't have to tell somebody she didn't use that tea. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't do the squats. It comes to me. <laughs> yeah, like do whatever works. You know what, what works. You know, like healthy eating and exercising daily is going to give you a snatched figure. But you just have to keep keep it up. Just like skincare, you have to keep it up. Um, I know a lot of times people promote a lot of different skincare products. But the only ones that I like to promote are actually the ones that I've honestly used. When I do a review on skincare, I wait about two months. For me to give my review because I want to actually try the product. I know as soon as I put on like makeup, I know if I like it or not. Mm-hmm. When it comes to skincare, you have to kind of put it on your face and see. Now you'll know which skincare will break you out. You know which ones will do good for you, which ones that you don't like immediately. But I just feel with social media, there's just too many advertisements, too much people money hungry and not being honest. They're not being authentic, honestly. You can see right through when you see people on social media what they're all about. Mm. And a lot of times they don't care anything about you. They just care about your money. Well, I think um, I did a recent episode on um, celebrity skincare. And I think a couple Mm -hmm. of days after it had come out, 
J-Lo brought hers out and I heard about olive oil and whatever. And I was like, please be honest. We, You look amazing, but please don't pretend that you don't have an entire team behind the scenes. And then in post-production, like every video, every photograph has been retouched to the max. Like there's a real dishonesty. I mean, who wouldn't want to look like J-Lo, but as if the products are going to make you look like J-Lo. I think it's it's kind of gone a bit too far because it's easy to spend money. You know, we live in this world, we can shop from Instagram now. So those decisions are so much faster. But what do you think about celebs having skincare lines? Do you think you have, do you think they are justified in it? Since we're talking about JLo, a lot of people asked me if I was going to buy her product when it came to skincare. And I told them no, because she just basically said she uses olive oil and never had no, no work done. And I'm like, girl, Part of you having like chemical pills, lasers, that's part of getting stuff done. Now, you might not have a filler or a little bit of Botox here and there. Just say that you do. And a lot of times people with skincare products and celebrities aren't really, they're just put their name on it, honestly. Mm-hmm. You, you've you seen how it was with her clothesline and her perfume line, just like Kylie Jenner too. I never, t- I never, mm-mm. I refuse to do it. I just <laughs> rather use products that are honestly meant for the skin. I know sometimes, you know, JLo, I was watching her talk about her products and she couldn't even do that. Oh, no. I'm, gonna have I'm to just being honest. Mm. She, I'm like, well, look, I'm, I'm listening to her and she's pitching her own products. And I was like, nah. You didn't believe Whoever her. told you to say all of that. <laughs> didn't have your best interest because she didn't know what she was talking about. Like, I get it. It's all about the glow, but it's you didn't even, <laughs> but this, but this is what I'm saying though. You, you made a beauty line, but where's your SPF at that you claim that you used every day? How come you didn't do an SPF? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to check it out. I, I love her. I've always loved how, you know, she looks great. But I she also is. like reality, you know. It's... Yeah, I, I think when people promote, like, I use olive oil, okay, so your products have olive oil, but where's your SPF that you said that you've been using? Like, you think that you would have put an SPF. Yeah. All these um, celebrities don't do not do SPF. Mm, I wonder why. Yeah, because Pharrell didn't but have that's one. What Kylie didn't have one. That's, that's the best anti-aging cream out there is sunscreen. And if she was promoting it on that, you'd think that she would have made a sunscreen with it. But she did it. Now, I'm not going to lie. I really want to try her uh, bronzer stick or whatever that is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want to try that because that's a makeup. Yeah. That's makeup. But when it comes to her skincare line, no, I won't try it. I feel like celebrities are just trying to make a book. And that's fine. You know what I mean? They have the money to do it. They have the the followers to do it and people are getting there's a lot of people that love JLo I love JLo I love her style she's beautiful but she just needs to be honest that's what I don't like about her she did she mm. wasn't honest with it she could have had an opportunity to be honest with it mm. but she didn't one thing I really enjoyed yesterday when I was um I mentioned on Instagram all I'm going to be doing is taking my braids out which took three hours and watching you and one thing I found myself doing was actually reading the comments on a lot of your posts and you get a lot of love. Like these women, they clearly do trust you. 
You know, it's mm-hmm. not just that kind of fawning thing. Oh my God, did it. you know, you look amazing. It's like, thank you. Um, and mm-hmm. so many, I mean, I hope somebody is going to be paying you along the way because I've always seen them say, buying that now, getting that now. Like you clearly have created your own little corner. By the way, I'm really upset that you haven't said beach once. Like I'm so upset. Okay. With podcasts and stuff, sometimes I I should have asked because I'm like, can I say that word? Because you can say whatever you like. So, because I was like, girl, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I said that too. Because when I said, you're welcome, bitch, on that first one, people were like, why are you calling me that? So then I switched it to beach because... <laughs> <laughs> on one video my grandson was right next to me and I was like oh my god uh so I said beach and he goes hey well he goes well there is no beach here it's an Arizona <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like what there is no beach in Arizona either but okay <laughs> so I just started saying it at the end of every video because mm-hmm. I felt like if you are close to your girlfriends or when you talk to your like main bitches, yeah, 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 that's yeah. what you call them like a certain name. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to call everybody this, but we're going to call it not like the ITCA, but B-I-T-C-A. yeah, yeah, yeah. You seem to, you know, you're very upfront on social. You've, you've got a major following on TikTok now, but what would be the one thing that you would like your followers to know about you that maybe they don't know? Well, you know what? Honestly, they didn't know that I was married. They didn't know I had kids until I posted it. They had no idea. They had no... Because normally when you do um, stuff like this, you tend to just do makeup and skincare. But then I put it... I started putting myself out there. And so now they know that I'm a teen mom. They didn't know that. Um, now they know They know a little bit more about me. They know where I work. Um they know basically everything about me now because I kind of put it out there because it was kind of like people were always asking me about my life. So I just kind of put it out there real quick mm. and a 60 second um, video. I just put it out there and I just got good feedback. People are like, Oh, okay. People didn't know I had adult children. People didn't know that my oldest is going to be 27. People did not know that I only oh had goodness. sons. People did not know that I didn't have any daughters, that I am the queen in my castle. Um, Yeah, a lot of people didn't know I've been married for so long and I've been with the same person for a long time. Um, Yeah, a lot of people just didn't know. And so I put myself out there to where everybody knows me now. The only thing that they probably don't know about me is that I love to run. And I'm not currently running right now, but (laughs) when I was, I loved running that was one of those things where now for me it's being quiet I like being quiet I think sometimes people are like you're quiet because I talk a lot or um I put myself out there but I don't think they know that my time away from everything is to just be in a silent room Mm. and number two wash my brushes that's when I wash my when it's super quiet Mm. I ask everybody to leave my house on a Sunday for an hour so I can be by myself. I can just lay there in the bed um, and just relax mm. or I'll go in my closet and I'll just sit there. In the closet? In the, in the closet. Yeah. 
You know, my my house, I am in around around country area. There's a lot of animals okay. <laughs> and trains. So I go in the closet. It's the quietest. It's the quietest. So sometimes I'll go in there for about 20 minutes and then I'll come out, wash my brushes and just sit. I'm going to squeeze in one more question. What advice okay. would you give to someone that wants to get into TikTok skincare and they're like over 40? What What would you tell these women? I think if you want to start putting your skincare tips out there, just remember that you need to tell people that um, you've been doing it for that long, that no, that you're just sharing your tip and that it's not meant for everybody. That's the first tip. The second tip is for you to be authentic to yourself and know what you want. You have to kind of figure out what audience you want to. If you want to focus on just skincare, then just do all that. But my advice to people is do skincare, makeup, and put a little bit of your family in there. That way they get to know mm all of you instead of a little bit of you, just like the things that you like here and there. Um, and then just be consistent. Yeah. And you have to prepare yourself for the negativity. If you cannot deal with negativity, then this isn't meant for you. That's the main part right there. And don't read the comments all the time, especially if they're negative, especially if you're going to make a video and you know that some people aren't going to like it or you're going to cause a fuss mm. um, don't read the comment section because if you are sensitive to other people's opinions and what they feel about you then this isn't the right the right thing for you um and don't take other people's opinions on you on you to the heart too mm. you can't be sensitive with it like you can't honestly like if I see a lot of women my age that are older that are doing what I'm doing on TikTok but I see them take many breaks because uh, of the negativity mm. or because of the lack of audience that the, that they're not getting because people don't realize the work that you have to put in and you have to put in the work too um it's not just a regular video and you're just like okay let me just put it out there um you kind of want your focus to be about education and make sure that it's a right education mm, mm. and sometimes what you put on your skin a lot of people aren't going to agree with it. Mm. And your makeup techniques too. Like your makeup techniques, makeup artists will come for you. Estheticians <laughs> will come for you. Dermatologists will come for you. But you got to be ready to explain why you're doing it. Well, that's it, Sonia. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram at Beauty Me Podcast, and feel free to slide into the DMs do please like, subscribe and review. It really helps Beauty Me be seen.